Hello, and welcome to Tough as Nails, a podcast centered on the strengths all women possess and using that power to live a fulfilling and rewarding life. My name is Julie Bueno. And I'm Beth Bird. I'm Corey Masters. So excited today to be introducing you to a very cool lady. Her name is Jen Barkin. She is the online sales coach with Do You Convert? And Corey and I have both known Jen in um, kind of different areas of our industry for a few years. And uh, I know when I was new to the industry, she is somebody that I really looked up to because I really admire and respect uh, just the way she carries herself. I think she's very true to herself and she is unique and creative and she's so good at encouraging those around her. And so I'm just really excited for you all to get to um, know Jen a little bit. And and we actually are going to talk about some things that maybe a lot of people don't know about Jen, um, some fun and unique hobbies that she has. <laughs> yes, I am super, super excited to do this. Um, like Beth said, I've known Jen forever. We were both OSEs and we met at the first online sales summit like back in 2014. And we both talked about our issues and how lonely it was back in the day to be an OSD and like it's amazing to see how far she's come in her career and to see how happy and how positive she is and that is not just a persona for her work but that's how she lives life so it was super interesting to do this with her and to learn more about her outside of work too because that's what we wanted to do um so I just I'm I just can't believe we got a chance to do it with her. I loved hearing about her journey from wanting to go to vet school to then, you know, being in sales and then how she kind of incorporated the two uh, for a little bit. I thought that was just really neat to hear how you think your life is going to go one way and then it goes a different way. And yet you really enjoyed that it went that different way instead. I think that was just a really good message to hear. Yeah, absolutely. I tell my boys that I didn't know my job existed when I was mm -hmm. their age. And, you know, you have a plan and you think you know what you're going to do. And sometimes it's amazing to look back and see how the things that you did led to where you ended up. And this isn't the end of my journey by any means, but <laughs> all the different jobs that I had early in my career were building blocks to what I'm doing now. Um, I, and I didn't even know this job existed even in my 20s. <laughs> That's so true. I mean, the job that I do, I didn't know it existed either until I got, got into that industry and got into education. And now it's like, how did I not know it existed? <laughs> how do people not know that every company needs some kind of training department and education? And it's, you never know what you're going to get into, really. And I, and I think that we can plan for things, but at the end of the day, that might not go the way that we think. Yeah. And online sales counselors really didn't exist either. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like they truly didn't exist. <laughs> so, yeah, just seeing what Jen has done is, is amazing. I'm super proud of her. And she's just an amazing person overall. We're going to take you now to hear our interview with Jen. Thank you so much for listening. Send us your comments. Let us know what you'd like to hear about in our next episode. We'll put all of Jen's contact information in the show notes. And enjoy our interview.
We are so excited to have with us today, Jen Barkin. Jen has um, been one of my favorite people to watch in this industry. I know, Corey, you've known Jen for a long time too. Jen and I first met at the International Builders Show gosh, I don't know, maybe three years ago or yeah, so. Yeah, I think and so. Yeah, we just saw each other uh, in person recently at this year's Builder Show, which was really fun to get to see you face to face after all the screens in the last couple of years. But uh, we're so glad that you are with us today. And we would just love to hear about some of the things that are fun and unique about you outside of work because you're awesome <laughs> at what you do I'm, and i'm going to have you tell us a little bit about what you do to start but really we want to hear what's creative and unique about jen you you want to you want the behind the scenes um yeah. what's in my mary poppins bag of tricks <laughs> exactly. is basically what you're saying that's okay. exactly right because we know how good you are at your work but we don't know so much about you and what makes jen mm -hmm. jen but we know oh, you're love loved that. by so many people. So tell us about you. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, you know, when when you sent me an email and the subject line said dogs and bikes, <laughs> you, you immediately uh, captured my attention um, because those are two things, dogs specifically, that I'm very passionate about. But bikes as in motorcycles are slowly becoming something that I am getting into. And I'm sure you have questions about that. But um, let me let so me just say, let me just say too, I uh, echo your sentiments about, you know, you both are one of two of my favorite people in the industry. Yes, I've known Corey for quite some time following her along her journey in online sales, which is, I'm so passionate about, and I love the position and I love the people that do this role. And Beth, yeah, when I met you in, I think we were actually standing at the Builder Tech cocktail reception and just talked for like, I don't know, two hours, I felt like. Yeah, I think so. And I was like, man, she is really smart and she was speaking my language and it was just really great to meet you. So thanks for having me today. Well, thank you. I think we're kindred spirits, all three Absolutely. of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your professional role, just a little okay. bit, and then we'll talk about the fun stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, I am currently a, an online sales coach with Do You Convert. I've been there for about five years. We work specifically with new home builders and I focus primarily on the role of the online sales specialist for our builder partners. So everything from hiring to training, coaching, implementing best practices around the position and it's been so great to take my passion for the role into this position as a coach because I was an online sales specialist myself prior to that um, in the industry for about four and a half years. That's when I first met Corey, actually. <laughs> and um, we were we were uh, commiserating over all things online sales <laughs> back in, in my former life. And so now I am a coach at Do You Convert and I love it and get to help other people grow and shine in this role. Yeah. And when you were an OSC, I think something that set you apart from everyone was your love and passion for pets and especially yeah. dogs that needed help. So yes. for the people that are not in the industry or probably haven't heard about your your work, 
Tell us a little my, bit about my them. doggy program. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, you know, it was something that, like you said, I, I'm so passionate about helping animals, animal rescue. And really that passion started because a lot of people don't know this about me, but I actually went to college um, to study veterinary medicine. So yeah, I got, I got my degree in, I was a biology and chemistry major and wanted to be a veterinarian and worked at a veterinary hospital all through college and tried to get into vet school at the time. And it still is very, very competitive, um, Mm -hmm. as you know, but at the time it was just extremely competitive. There was only like a hundred spots available for every 10,000 applicants that applied to vet school. And so, yeah, I tried for two years and was unsuccessful in, in becoming a vet. And so I shifted gears, had babies, (laughs) got married, had babies and started working in the new home industry. Well, through that, I've always been, had, you know, had animals ever since I was little, I was always finding stray animals, bringing them home. <laughs> like, okay, you know, my parents were like, oh, stop bringing these animals home. We got, <laughs> we can't keep them all. You've got to find homes for them. And so when I was in the role of online sales, um, my marketing um, team and I and managers, we, we had this epiphany of an idea of how to incorporate what I was really passionate about with new home sales. And so what we did was we partnered with the local SBCA and we partnered with our builder clients. And what we would do is I would go every Wednesday and I would pick up a dog from the mm-hmm. local shelter And I would take them out for a field trip and we would go visit (laughs) a specific new home community. And I would do a live session called Ask Jen Live with the dog at the community. And I would feature the homes and the um, I would talk to the sales exec out there and we would do kind of a, a highlight on here's what's going on. And here's the pup that is available for adoption. And I would take them to, um, we would always go get Chick-fil-A nuggets and I would take them to (laughs) Starbucks for a a puppuccino. And then the builder would uh, pay the adoption fee. So if the dog was adopted within a certain period of time, the builder would pay the adoption fee. I would, you know, it was, it was a great cross marketing promotion of the builder. It was, you know, good, feel good, you know, in the community. And, Throughout the two years that I did it, we were able to adopt out about 60 dogs um, through, yeah, through the process. And, you know, it was, it was something that, you know, at the, at the beginning of it, you know, we really weren't sure, you know, how it was going to go, but it ended up being such a great program. And for me personally, as an OSC, it was a way that I could marry my passion for <laughs> my work along with my passion for rescue animals. Um, and it just was a really great program that we did. I, I love it. it so much. I, I, I have so many yeah. fun memories of watching you on Facebook, like <laughs> me and, and Amanda who works yeah. with you now. We would just watch all your videos and be like, look at that puppy. That was so cute. That one's adorable. <laughs> that one looks kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
it, it was really, you know, and, and the other cool thing that, that happened with this is that it really got everybody involved. Yeah. Um, you know, the on-site sales execs were excited, like, oh, you're coming out this week. You know, what's the dog going to be? Yeah. Um, you know, and it just was cool. I mean, even the builders at first, when you go, hey, can mm -hmm. I bring a shelter dog to your beautiful model home <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, walk it around. And, you know, and I thought at first they would be like, what? But, you know, they were all like super supportive and just excited to do it. And they really got into it as well. Um, and, you know, it, it just was a great thing, uh, just a really good feel good thing. And, and Corey, as you know, as an online sales specialist, you know, I was about two years into the role and, you know, it can be hard. It can be mm -hmm. kind of a daily grind, right. Of the same thing every day, you know, you're, you're doing your thing and you can kind of get, we call it rust out, you know, <laughs> not really mm -hmm. burnout, but like rust out, like, okay. And this was a way that bringing that passion into what you do is really the, the fuel that drives you. You know, that's what keeps you going when you can put your energy into something like that. So I always encourage, you know, our OSCs and people that we talk to, like, find, like, what are you passionate about? And mm -hmm. figure out how to incorporate that in to what you're doing. Yeah. And I love that yours was so productive and it was such a healthy, beautiful thing to do. Mine was just taking pictures and I would go out and take pictures of our home, but I didn't save any dogs. So I love that yours yeah, had such a good benefit to everyone. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. And, <laughs> you know, it, it just makes it, it breaks up your week. It mm -hmm. breaks up your day. I mean, I can remember, not that I'm recommending this, but I can just remember <laughs> some, some different things of, you know, Jen, get inside that bathtub and show everybody how big it is. <laughs> get in that soaking tub and, you know, um, you know, whatever was kind of the unique thing at, at those communities, we would try to have some fun with it, right? And, and talk about it on video. And, you know, I always remember somebody said to me one time, a social media uh, consultant that we were working with at Rose and Womble at the time, and she was like, just remember, people go to social media to laugh, to smile, you know. So, yes, we're talking, ultimately, we're talking about homes and we all have the goal of selling homes, yes. But people come to that social media platform to be entertained. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so we really tried to, to do some of that. Um, I love it. I love it so much. And I'm so happy that you had people in the leadership of your company that were appreciative of what you were doing and that didn't shut you down because it wasn't the normal thing to do. So I'm so happy for you. Yeah, it definitely helped having um, a shout out to Diane Gordon, who was my manager at the time, huge animal advocate, <laughs> totally on board. Like, yes, do it, run with it, have fun. So it was really very cool. So Jen, how many dogs do you have at home? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. You may hear one of them bark at some point during this <laughs> podcast. I don't know. Um, currently, I have six. Oh, and wow. one of them was actually an Ask Jen Live foster fail <laughs> that oh. I kept. I, I mm -hmm. went and picked him up. His name is Buster. 
I went and picked him up to take him out to a community and he just stayed with me after that. I never took him back Aww. to the, the shelter, but I have six and um, four of them are old. We kind of joke that they're, they're at the uh, Jen Barkin hospice uh, house facility. (laughs) Um, And then two of them are still pretty young, but yeah, it's a lot of work, I tell you, but it's been really, it's been a blessing that um, both my husband and I work from home and, you know, we can, we can be here and, and Mm -hmm. take care of them for sure. And they're so cute. I love looking at the pictures. (laughs) (laughs) They are fun. They are a lot of work, though. I, you know, my kids are getting ready to go. Well, I have one daughter who's uh, already off in college, and then I have a a son who's a senior in high school who's getting ready to go to college in August. And people go, "Oh, what are you going to do with your all your free time?" And I go, "Well, I have six dogs, so there's that." (laughs) And I have, you know, a hundred online sales specialists that are like my children. So there's that. Um, so I will be just fine. I will be plenty busy. Your nest won't be empty for a long time. My nest is not empty. No. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, so tell us, how did this love for motorcycles start? Like, was it well, something that just now started or has it been happening for a while and we just didn't know about it? No, you know, it's just kind of recent, but kind of piggybacking on the, okay, husband, like, what are we doing <laughs> together with ourselves when mm-hmm. we don't have baseball games to go to? We don't, you know, we don't have all of these extracurricular things with our kids. So this is, I really love this story. I'm so glad you asked me to tell this because people just do not know this. But about a year ago, my dad, who was actually 75 years old, he still rides a Harley. Wow. He's a retired police officer and has always ridden, you know, rode bikes when, when he was young, rode a motorcycle as a police officer and has, you know, had Harleys on and off, right, his whole life. About a year ago, he ran into a former police officer that he knew, and he said, hey, um, I'm part of a motorcycle club called the Punishers. (laughs) And, (laughs) okay, just imagine, okay, this is my dad, 75 years old, and this younger guy that he knows says, I'm part of this motorcycle club, and you should come hang around with us. Okay. Now these are very specific terms, ladies, that I want you to know Okay. You can come hang around the motorcycle club. And so my dad said, okay, like, you know, I'll check it out. Right. And so when you become a hang around, that means that you are hanging around, you're going on different rides with the club, you're going to maybe some different events that they have. And if the club deems you to be, you know, like, Hey, we like this guy. Um, he seems like a good fit for our culture. Then they invite you to be a prospect. Okay. So it's very official. (laughs) My dad started hanging around, moved up to be a prospect. Okay. And when you become a prospect, you have to get a cut, which is your vest. Okay. So it's called a cut and you have a prospect patch on the back and you don't get your, um, 
full guardian that it's called, which is the actual emblem of the club. You don't get that full patch until you become a full patch member. It's it's very, (laughs) very, yes. And so the prospecting usually, um, you have to prospect usually for like a minimum of six months. Okay. And yeah. And so in that time, you know, you have to do certain, um, you have certain responsibilities in the club, you have to help out, you have to volunteer. And so that's kind of my dad kind of started on this journey. Well, my husband um, has also ridden motorcycles for the past several years. And my dad reached out to him and said, Hey, Drew, you know, you should come hang around with these guys. They're (laughs) a lot of fun. Like we do fun rides and events and all these things. And my husband's like, nah, you know, my 75 year old (laughs) year old father-in-law is asking me to join this club. You know, like he just was like, nah, nah, nah. And my dad kept being persistent about it. And so Andrew, my husband went to a meeting, started kind of hanging around and then he became an official prospect and had to go through all the things. And, and let me back up and tell you that, you know, a lot of people go, Oh, is this like sons of anarchy? You know, where <laughs> it's like, you know, <laughs> you're, you know, doing all this like crazy stuff, you know? And I'm like, no, no, no. I know people want to think that, but this is actually the, the majority of the things that the club does is really um, charity work. It's, it's, it's charity oh. work. It's fundraising. Um, in fact, this weekend we're going to, um, go to a, a little boy who's autistic and mm-hmm. he's obsessed with motorcycles and he loves the vroom vroom of the motorcycle. <laughs> so, cute. so we're all riding there to see him for his birthday and, you know, have a cake and take our bikes and all that kind of stuff. So, so in this, you know, evolution of my dad, my husband, you know, me obviously going with him to certain events the ladies, the wives of the the Punishers group (laughs) (laughs) decided to start our own chapter of the Guardian Bells, which is the female motorcycle club that is attached to the Punishers. And it's a, I mean, it is a national, it's actually an international organization. There are, there's probably, I'm sure that there's Punishers in Oklahoma um, and where you are too, Corey. I mean, like, they're all over. And so the Guardian Bells as well is a national organization. So the ladies, we decided to come together and start our own chapter. And um, we had to do the whole thing, you know, nominee officers, come up with bylaws, (laughs) like it was a whole big thing. And um, so we started that in, I think it was October. And so during that whole process, I got my motorcycle license. Um, I was voted in as vice president of the Guardian Bells. We are, our chapter is called the Virginia Vixens. Wow. Um, Yeah. We are the Virginia Vixen Guardian Bells here. And um, it's been really cool. We've, we've already done like two or three fundraisers. Again, you know, we're doing events. And so it's been, it's been a really sweet layer um, I would say to my life. 
That's so- it's open. Yeah. It's, I mean, never in a million years, Beth and Corey, would I have ever thought I would be on here telling you that I was the VP of a motorcycle. <laughs> club. I mean, that is not something that I ever imagined. That was going to be my question. Like, did you ever think you were going to no. be riding a motorcycle, like a Harley no. Davidson motorcycle? No, that- <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely not. Never in a million years would I ever have thought I would um, be involved in anything like this. But here's the thing. It has opened up my life to meeting all new sorts of people, wonderful people that if I had not, I would have never, I mean, they, like I said, they, each person that I've met, and it truly is like a sisterhood or a brotherhood really. And each person has added a new layer um, to my life. Um, and, and it's really just been just a fun thing. And it's been fun for my husband and I to do together. You know, um, we, we really are having a good time. That's awesome. That that really reminds me of um, something we were talking about with Molly Elkman yeah. in her episode, getting to know people that are different from ourselves just oh. adds so much richness to our life and putting yes. ourselves in places where it, it's not the norm can yes. add so much value. And so I'd love to hear that you have found that to be true in your life. Oh, absolutely. Richness, I think, is a good word that Molly uses. I mean, you know, there was, there was one point where my husband, we were at something and it was so just bizarre (laughs) (laughs) without me going into too much detail. And, and it was kind of uncomfortable. Like, what are we doing? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and we kind of looked at each other and we just were like, never in a million years (laughs) would we think that we would be here at this place at this moment in our life. But the people that we've met along the way and just a short few months, really, I mean, you know, eight months, I guess it's been um, the people that we've met and the connections we've made have really just enriched our lives. So, yeah, put yourself out there, get out of your comfort zone because you never know what door that might open. Um, I'm a firm believer in that. Say yes. I think, mm-hmm. I think Rhonda says that too. Say yes. Um, when somebody asks you to do something, to try something, you know, um, don't be afraid. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing yeah. that, Jen. I have one more motorcycle question. Okay. Yes. <laughs> do you have your own bike or do you and your husband share a bike? Oh gosh. So, well, we definitely don't share a bike because okay. he is like you're not I mean he he I I don't feel comfortable riding his bike one because <laughs> okay. it's too big for me yeah but I would feel terrible if I crashed it or so you know like dropped it <laughs> or something you know yeah um I'm actually in the process of uh looking for a bike for myself right now um to get started I'm, I don't think I am ready to go all in on a Harley <laughs> um, so I'm right now just kind of looking for just, you know, something a little smaller that I can just practice on and get really comfortable with around yeah. town. Yeah. Um, so I'm not really ready to get on the highway and go, mm-hmm. you know, too far. Um, because it does, it does take a little bit of practice, right? Yes, it's absolutely. like, when I took that motorcycle class, I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> um, 
you know, they put me on this little teeny bike that Mm -hmm. like, I was like one of the tallest people in the class and they put me on this little teeny bike. I felt like I was, did I show you that picture, Corey? I feel like I showed somebody that picture. I don't think, I don't think Um, it was me. I would remember. (laughs) Yeah, you definitely would remember this picture um, because I looked ridiculous on this little (laughs) teeny bike. I'm like, I'm five, nine, I'm pretty tall. And I was on this little thing, but you know, in theory, you think, oh, it's it's not that hard. I mean, tons of people mm-hmm. have their motorcycle. Tons of people ride motorcycles. It's not that big a deal. But when you sit down to actually do it and execute it, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a lot of things you got to remember. So, um, yeah. So, no, I do not have one yet, but I am looking for one uh, right now. Well, when you find one, you're going to have to send us a picture. Oh, I definitely, (laughs) I definitely will. That'd be great. You know, years and years ago, I don't know, Corey, that I've ever told you this. I actually was in the Harley world for a little while. No way. Yeah. Yeah. My boy's dad had a, a Harley and we would ride it all over. I, I couldn't drive it. It was a big heavy bike and it had like the custom pipes and all the, all the extras. So I, it's been a long time. It's fun. In fact, you can tell I was young because I was, I was probably a little bit reckless, but at seven or eight months pregnant, I was riding behind him over the Coronado Bay bridge, which is the most amazing bridge out over the ocean. If you've never seen it, you'll have to look up a picture like my stomach barely fitting behind him on the bike. It was fun. I'm I'm getting this visual and you go girl. I know. And this is what I love about this podcast that I never knew that Beth rode motorcycles and I didn't know that Jen was doing this too. And I'm just so excited about it because I keep learning things about people I think I know. And then you're like, I had no idea you were doing that. So yeah, it's it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely, um, like I said, never in a million years what I've thought. And (laughs) what was really funny was, you know, when, when you're in a, when you're going through your prospecting phase, right, you're called prospect. That's what they call you prospect. You don't have, they don't call you by your first name. They don't call you by your road name. So you have to be a full patch member to be given your road name. Okay. After you go through the process. And, but when I, so I actually, started the we started the guardian bells before my husband became a full patch so i was actually an officer and a full patch member before he was so that was a fun that was a fun couple of months where i could like tell him what to do and uh you know i i had my road name i had my uh you know uh original 11 uh, patch uh, as a founding member of the club and and it was a lot of fun he he was like oh I'm still a prospect like this isn't fair and what's your road name Jen <clears throat> my road name is Buzzkill Ooh, <laughs> I love it. oh my gosh that's great <clears throat> Buzzkill and that's because um my nickname my husband and I call each other Buzzy that's <laughs> that's our nickname for each other and one day um, I was like getting on his case about something or whatever. And he said, um, he said, you're more like buzzkill than uh, buzzy today or something. <laughs> and um, I said, that's going to be my road name. Perfect. Buzzkill. <laughs> it, that, that's it. So nice. 
I yep. love it. Well, we have just one more question for you. Okay. And we like to ask everybody, what's yep. your guilty pleasure? Oh my gosh. Mm. <laughs> guilty pleasure. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Gosh, that's a hard one. <laughs> um, well, I started to say my dogs because I feel like I work to like take care of my dogs at this <laughs> yeah. point. Um, that's, uh, that's something we, we were talking about actually at IBS. We were talking about what's your money dial? Mm -hmm. Like how, like do you turn up your money dial on certain things and do you pull back and are more frugal on other things? Um, and I'm like, well, my money dial is all is all up on my animals because you know like i was even they all have custom collars and they have i mean it's really quite ridiculous um, they live the best life in they the world. do live the best life um but that's not really a fun guilty pleasure is it i don't know i mean it's what not... makes you happy i think that's yeah. what we're considering it yeah guilty pleasure hmm I also do love some really good, like, Mexican food. Ooh, that sounds <laughs> yes. mm -hmm. You know, like, I try to stick to a pretty, you know, pretty strict diet. You know, like, I try to eat really healthy and, and exercise and do all the things I'm supposed to do. But, man, I love, <laughs> I love some, like, good, like, guacamole and <laughs> margarita. And um, so I would say that. I do indulge on that sometimes. So you're making me hungry. I know, right? I'm for Mexican tonight. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Jen, for your time yeah. today. It's been so much fun visiting and getting to know you and hearing a little bit more about your story. Oh, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much. Thank you. You can keep up with us on social media at Tough as Nails Pod on both Instagram and Facebook. We will see you next time.